here. Short for stormtrooper. to our first commentary episode of Did You Hear That Podcast. My name's Jordan. And my name's John. And as I've just mentioned at the very start there, we're going to be doing our first commentary of a Star Wars episode and uh, we asked you guys to vote on Twitter Yep. and on a Twitter poll and you voted for Solo, A Star Wars Story. You happy with that, Joy? Yeah, certainly. One of my favourites, to be honest. Um. And before we start, um, I've just got a wee presentation that I want to make to John. Oh goodness, what is it? Oh, nice. Ah, it's a jumper. What's this? Obviously, open and find it. Um, open it and find it. So he's opening a card here. <laughs> I can't guess what this is. And he's opened it up. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Toot toot. To John, well done and congratulations on passing your driving test. Oh, thank you very much and thank you for the lucky days. <laughs> uh, so I got him a card because obviously he's passed his driving test and Han Solo's lucky dice as well, which you can hang up above his uh, oh, rear view man, That's fantastic, thank you very much. And Hello. also, um, we've got little promotional jumpers. Yes. So, uh, did you hear that podcast? Jumpers, which if anybody's going to celebration this year, you, will you see <laughs> might be able to catch us wearing these. And if you do see us, uh, come and say hello. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, I, I don't think you won't recognise us with the. Uh, <laughs> Very these, unusual photos. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm wearing mine just now, actually. Yeah. Uh, Two seconds ago, put mine on. Just to make it more emotional like even though you guys can't see us but it feels so good <laughs> oh, there we go. hopefully it fits oh cracking fit see there we go we're all salty for Chicago then and we're, all set to, <laughs> we're also all set for solo <laughs> yeah solo um, so if you guys are watching along um, then I'll just tell you where we are so we're just as the Lucasfilm logo is appearing on the screen um, so if you want to get your um, your DVDs set to the Lucasfilm uh, logo, yep, we can all watch along, and uh, you can obviously hear us discuss about it and uh, give your comments. Obviously, with us, obviously we won't be able to hear you, unfortunately. But if you do have any thoughts on it during it, just type away and give us a wee question or wee answers that you think of what you think about the film of certain parts as well. Absolutely. Right. So are we ready? To ready go? to play? Yep, certainly. Right. Hey guys, so we'll tell you when we're ready to play. So as I say, we're just at the Lucasfilm logo appearing on the screen, and I'll give you a countdown of three. So on go. So I'll say one, two, three, go, and then hit play. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. One, two, oh, three, <laughs> two, one, play. I love that shimmer on that Lucasfilm badge. 
a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So straight away, obviously it's it's different to yeah, what we've seen before. And I quite like this as opposed to the what Rogue One done. What with the the Krennic ship flying in. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so like so the titles, I think it's good. It's a good. Uh, it's, it's effectively a story crawl, setter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not a crawl. Yeah. It's, and and I like how they use the blue text as like of the, the yeah, Lady Proxima. So I like this one that tells you just basically a bit of hand. But I think it's good to get a bit of backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the film actually begins, you know that that crawl. I think that's what we missed in Rogue One. Yeah. And I like this because um, already we're in depth with what he, what he's doing, where he is, and stuff like that. So yeah. it kind of gets you. Well, it just gives you enough off. information, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we before we get into the film. I love that shot there. The, def, uh, the Star Destroyer. Getting and I like the I like the text that appears here. <coughs> I, yeah. I like that so much better than the Rogue One. Um, text because that looked as if it just been, you know, I could have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that, that, I don't know. That just appeared. That's better. the There's dice. dice. Right, yeah. That's the dice. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> don't know if hands gonna miss him too much. You know, no, he's. I'm not gonna. Just don't be. Dri- <laughs> just don't be driving like him. <laughs> Can't promise anything. I get speeding fines. <laughs> <laughs> so just here like you're seeing um, obviously the kind of setting that he's living in yeah the fear yeah. of being protected but also not protected uh, it shows like in his youth even that he's been on the run yeah So it just shows you there's many kids have been brought up in this kind of part in Corella with us yeah. uh, And see, this right here, like, immediately gets you sort of invested in the relationship between the two. Yeah. You know, because I remember um, there was, like, a lot of speculation at the start about, you know, were they, um, were they like, siblings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but this immediately, obviously, establishes they're not siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, show you how, this is even with the Quaxim shows you how much that he is a risk taker and willing to yeah. do anything to get what he wants, which is yeah. And also, <coughs> you can see that he's doing it for her as well. Yeah, of course, of course. And that also deepens the relationship what you, yeah. you see in screen, so it makes you feel more back, like buying it. <laughs> and of course uh, you know him calling him a scrum rat obviously plays in a little bit later on with um, you know when we meet Dryden Boss yeah yeah and here comes Proxima wow what happened <laughs> 
It's that little old lady you don't want to get in the wrong side of. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I like. It's, it's right from the off. It shows you how much Han. He's like, trying to get out of things. Get out of things, yeah. yeah. <coughs> yeah, always turning it around to make something sound good when it's not yeah. good at all. Next time somebody hits me. I hit him back. Then this also plays into, um, you know, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. Well with the, it's a thermal detonator and everything. So, see, I think that from her as well, he's learning something. Yeah, like especially that will go double, like when he says to yeah. Jabba as well, like. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, somebody, uh, I was having an exchange on Twitter with somebody who um, was saying uh, that every time that they now speak, they're going to speak like Boss Nass. Yeah. And make like clicking noise with the oh, uh, and go like, <laughs> yeah, so they're going to speak like Boss Nass. So I made that joke and I said, um, you just made a clicking sound with your mouth. <laughs> And they're on the run. I mean, I find it quite interesting as well, like, just about every frame that you see of Kira or Han or the two of them, you always see the dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that they, they maybe overplayed the dice a little bit in this film, but... I think it was to make a point to link it to The Last Jedi as yeah. well. Because there would have been people who watched The Last Jedi before this and thought, you know, what's the deal with the dice? What's the deal? Aye. Let's see, this is... So they kind of overemphasised it a little bit in this film, but... See, this is really good. Just shows you how crafty Hannah is. Like. Yeah, see, I think that Alden Ehrenreich... I think he got it right with, you know, playing hand because, you know, it's not going to be an easy thing to, to follow uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, definitely. Playing hand solo. Cool move. Cool. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Droid. <laughs> Protocol. And see, I like this bit as well because this shows the arrogance of Han here yeah. right away because he's he's obviously oh yeah we'll watch this and yeah. then kind of goes through thinking that I've got this Aye, and then, he knows what he's doing and then all of a sudden he doesn't make it through but I don't think we're quite there yet though. 
Here come the Imperials. I sure like, quite like that trooper. It's very yeah. different from what you used to see in the speeder as well. It's good to see something different as well. Yeah. Well, it just shows the the Empire's um, presence on <laughs> all these different planets. Yeah. You know? Especially at this period. Yeah, yeah. Because it's very early on. Well, it's. I mean, you'd say what maybe a couple of years after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So. This is when the Empire are pretty much building in the in their prime. Here it is here. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Will he make it? And see, when I was in the you know, when I was watching this in the cinema, I thought, Oh, they're gonna make it through. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But then Then this it. happens. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like almost <laughs> of comedy. And I wonder if that was um I wonder if that was Perhaps, uh, is it Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the directors that were before um, Ron Howard? And uh, I wonder if that was maybe part of their humour. Yeah. Because that seems like, you know, their sort of le- uh, Lego movie humour. Yeah. So I like this scene as well. It just shows you how it's not that simple to actually get off world to travel. Yeah. Like how much dominance the Empire actually have. Yeah. Um, and even the you know, they have to be asked for identification and documents yep. and stuff. But I think that it also shows like that the Imperials are always asking for ID. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what planet you're on because yeah. it, you know, with uh, with a new hope they say, let me see some identification. identification. Yeah. You don't need to see his <laughs> identification. If only Han knew the Jedi ways. <laughs> but then when they get separated here even, you know, I personally, when I was watching it, I felt that Han is you know, genuinely upset with, you know, losing yeah, basically his childhood sweetheart and being drawn apart from her. But then he knows he also has to run. Yeah, exactly, because if he doesn't, he's going to get killed. Yeah. So this just shows the bravery as well of, like, they two, his characters, like, how... Yeah, but, it's, a it's, it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's also quite funny because... Um, they play it off as being arrogant and stuff, but then like you see Han and he's like, just, just drop it, drop it, drop it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> Who are here? But you just think as well, if she had dropped it a second earlier, we'd have been got through. through, yeah. And I think that's that's some good storytelling. So there she says, he's just like. Yep. Just a second earlier, and then they both made it through. And then emphasis on the dice there to say yeah. she has something. But so it's hard to imagine. Look, look at the emotion here, though, from Alden Ehrenreich. No. Yeah. Like, he, he plays that so well, I think. 
He definitely does. It just shows you that. And although although that doesn't seem like Harrison, like maybe a Harrison Ford trait, he's bringing something new to the character yeah, of Han Solo. But you need as well, like the only Harrison Ford we've seen is like years later. This is him as a young, a young boy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's a young man. Sorry. And but like I think that this this is obviously a different period in his life. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, you know he, he's shown more emotion now than he probably does later on as a character but you know it's good to see that I think especially from your lead character you need some sort of emotional resonance with yeah. it I'm going to take some chocolate <laughs> I like as well how they use the Imperial March as like an in-world theme, yeah, theme tune, tune for the to for uh, the Imperial Grand Empire. Yeah, this bit just but, shows you as well, but like how much how much he's willing to go to yeah. get back. What did you make of this scene? Um, I, I, it was it was uh, a different way to introduce his uh, surname. <laughs> Did but, you, did you like it or? I actually didn't mind it to be honest, because um, this guy just looks like he's fed up. He's just, he just sees these people yeah. coming in and out. He knows what it is. He knows the process of people coming in. The chances are they're gonna die or. But I wonder how many people said that they were alone and he gave the name. <laughs> That's oh. a good point. To be fair, he seems quite impressed when he says it because he's he's thinking about it and then he goes, mm. ah, solo. There you go. But that's just uh, the thing I, that I find quite funny is how he keeps the name, but it's the name the Empire gave him. Mm. You know, right? This scene here, the same three years later, uh, with it being the war zone, I, I think this is absolutely incredible. It shows a different view well, of this is like out fighting and out war. Yeah, this is... and this just shows you like how much the Empire went for, mm-hmm. for fighting I mean like the vehicles are different as well and then like the troopers and then seeing all the blaster bolts going by and stuff it's just yeah. that that's just absolutely well, see, amazing see, and I, I like, there's a little bit of humour to that as well because it's it's very much a, one, one of these kind of olden comedy um, war films where <laughs> you know he's like that's a cracking victory scene. is out and then he's yeah, just yeah, shot yeah. you know or blasted um, that's a cracking scene now like I was saying of Tobias Beckett just yeah. obviously and this is obviously your first introduction to Beckett and you just see yeah. and you think you know you just think um, seeing all these guys like oh, the Imperials like you don't think yeah you don't think the smugglers yeah and, <laughs> Who's the ranking officer now? You are Captain. So that just shows you the, the types of characters they are as well, like how 
uh, how much they're putting themselves into a situation to get the job done. Now, yeah. he's, they're actually using Imperial troops to help yeah. them get through, and, yeah, yeah. and that just shows you how cunning these people are. Yeah. But then you see they're planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here in Han Solo. Intrudes. <laughs> yeah. See, and a lot of people's criticism with this film was that it's it's overly dark. So this is already where Tobias has given him the life lessons. I wonder if, like, this is the point where he realises that he's an Ardenian. Mm. <laughs> because it, it doesn't actually show, like, his tail or anything. <laughs> so that just shows you as well like about the peace and prosperity to yeah, the galaxy it just shows you the mindset the they've got yeah. yeah and it just shows you how point like Hans pointing out how pointless it actually is mm-hmm. and I think that's uh, I think it just shows his character as well like how he doesn't care who he's talking to or what he's, yeah. that's what he is That's what I'm saying, even this, but like for a war zone aspect, it just shows you like how the um how the late uh, how it was for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See I think that that's very much a Kylo Ren shot. The ship, yeah. The ship from the Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, hand stumbling into he trouble. Has a, he has a knife for sticking his nose in where it doesn't belong. <laughs> already sculpted him out. Snap his neck. <laughs> so there he's just trying to promote himself to get him in. Like he's, that's him doing his, his talking game again. Yeah. <laughs> And see the the trailer, obviously I'm thinking back to the first trailer that we've seen where he's like, um, I'm a driver, I'm a pilot. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the the full thing, but like the trailers I thought were pretty good for this, but I don't know, I think that they were just wrong timing and things like that. Yeah. For the trailers. Um, the marketing was all wrong. I think that's probably why it ultimately didn't do Too so well at the box office. That and um, people boycotting it, boycotting it, and things like that. But for certain reasons, um, you know, we were we were discussing it as well. Like this is this is a really good film. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of this scene coming up? The beast. Yes, the beast. Um, a little bit of mixed feelings on it. I didn't particularly like him speaking Shrewick. Mm-hmm. 
um, because I think to myself like well Trey can speak basic so mm-hmm. why does he need to but I suppose it's, it's kind of a I just think you know, when I, he does that it makes it more believable that how they connect yeah it's like and that, that's the thing I think that it shows like I'm like you I can speak like you mm-hmm. you know shows a bit more we're, of a friendship we're no yeah, yeah. type of thing but I don't know it was just a little bit off putting you know seeing him going rrr, 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 <laughs> yeah when well, you think he's choking on a bit of mud rather than talking with yeah <laughs> And then I wonder if that was a Lord and Miller thing as well. <laughs> did did you think it was a different beast before you Slightly. Yeah, see slightly. I, did, I did as well. Like, I I thought, what's this beast? Now looking and at it, right? Now looking at it, I you didn't know it's Chewbacca. Yeah, you, you you go, how could I think it was anything else? But at, at the, the time, time it's a bit of a reveal. Yeah. In a way. Not a shocking reveal, no, but, but at the start, you are wondering, like, what could that be? Because this isn't how you think. But then you be. don't also think, like, are the two of them will fight? But that's an argument point as well. Especially. Yeah. <laughs> but it just shows you how strong a Wookiee can be. Yeah. Well, I think this whole film shows how strong a Wookiee can no, be. Yeah. This is This is the first film I think you see. You know, apart from the deleted scene in The Force Awakens, this is the first uh, film that you see a wiki turn people's arms yeah, off. Yeah, arms off, eh? Continue to And I wonder if uh, Jonas Sutomo taught uh, Ordinary Mike how to speak wiki. wiki. <laughs> And then I like the reference to being a myth milker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she can myth milker. Because <laughs> 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 mm. mm. that's obviously in reference to uh, some myth milker put a compression on the ignition line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of the strength of yeah. Chewie there. But it's also uh, <laughs> the arrogance of Han. Like, you you follow me. I, I've got some very good friends. And just painting that's the same. Like, yeah. like, his character like is always making him lies to cover his back yeah. to make it sound more appealing. But that's why I think that Alden played Han really well. Han really yep. well and. You know, because this is the sort of thing that Harrison Ford would bring to it. Yeah, definitely. You know. The cheekiness, the... Yeah, <clears throat> like back in the day, if this was Harrison Ford playing this, I think he, I don't think he would play it much different. No. Maybe, you know, he'd throw in his own lines and things like that. There, yeah. Here and there, but I think he would play it very similar. And I think that Alden <laughs> done a, a good job in that respect. And then again, it like it looks very reminiscent to Kylo's ship. Yeah, I think. 
I want to I want to mention as well the music in this film because you know obviously we, we credit John Williams for for all the work the work that he does with the the Star Wars themes, but I think that John Powell done a, a terrific job. Yeah, yeah. I think that the music in this is pretty good, especially because he ties it back into like a lot of the themes back into the the themes that John Williams wrote. Yeah. Here's your favourite scene. <laughs> I just find this funny, like how it's just like the way he steps in. Uh, yeah. it's just like, like budge over. Couldn't have done this at the uh, <laughs> Couldn't have done this one at a time. Kinda shows the bond and friendship that's grown, you know. It's yeah. Well, maybe overly friendship. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I fair enough. I don't know if we would share a show. That's probably why they cut <laughs> it off. <laughs> Thank you very much. Some galaxy counters. Other brands are available. Oh, <laughs> Chewbacca? <laughs> You're going to need a nickname. Because Chewbacca is too long for me to say. So I like how they're confirmed with each other now. They've got trust in each other. Mm. And just starts building from here. Were you disappointed that the the life debt thing didn't come into play? The what thing? The life debt. Um, yeah, yeah. Because obviously, like a lot of Star Wars fans had it in their head that you know the story goes that uh, Han Solo set or basically freed um, you know Chewbacca, and that. Because of that, he owes him a, a life yeah. debt and stuff. But I don't know. It's one of those things that they've changed the way that they they meet and mm-hmm. why they are together and stuff. And I don't know. A life debt doesn't really come into it so much. Although it does sort of free him. I feel like he frees him from. The okay, empires yeah. keeping them as a, a beast, a beast for people to be flung. Yeah. Do you think that he, he ate people? Probably. <laughs> because uh, they, they, they wouldn't be they feeding did, them in. Well, so. they, they did mention like he hasn't been fed in three days. Yeah. Um. <coughs> so I wonder if that means he was eating people. Possibly. Bit like the Ewoks. <laughs> <coughs> Wait a long time for a shot like this is not about to stir it up, alright? And then yeah, this is where he gets his blaster. Yep. I don't know if they needed to, to do this. You know, show where he got his blaster from and stuff, but <coughs> Well, I think it's quite good to It's one of those it's a nice I like it, it's we had to but, but like Blast has always um, been as a DL forty fours like that's been like the type of blaster so it means there's more of it. Whereas to Beckett, oh sorry, Tobias Beckett, um, he makes it from different parts of guns. So yeah. this is where I don't know if this is something. I mean, you can say what you want about Disney, but they do connect things. So it's not like they've totally dismissed them. Um, you know, the. What do you call it? Um, 
like fan service. Mm-hmm. There's still payoffs and things yeah. like that within the films. I think more so in this film than any of the other ones that they've done. Yeah. And that's where you find out that they two are together. Yeah. And I think that that's that's sort of the the story of this, though, isn't it? Is you know everybody needs somebody and yeah. But you know, and it leads you to think, Kira and Han have got to be together. But then, yeah, somebody pointed that out, and I, I quite like this analogy of. Um, the this is a effectively a love story between Han and the Falcon. Mm-hmm. You know, first Caesar and falls, falls in love, and yeah. then it's like you know can't can't be with her because he's somebody uh, yeah. he's somebody else's ship, and um, then he finally gets his hands on her, and <laughs> yeah, definitely. As he blasts again, handed him. Eventually he wins the girl at the end. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Spoil, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> and I love this scene. See the train heist? Mm-hmm. I love this scene. It's very different from what we're used to seeing. Well, it's action-packed as well, though. Like, do you know, it's, it's, it is, as you say, it's different, but it's not... It's, it's very Star Wars at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. <laughs> and I like I love the way that the the train twists and things like yeah, that. Yeah, the movement of it. The, the mountainsides, yeah. Yeah. Never better. Never better. And there's some people, again, spoiler alert here, <laughs> who were a little bit upset by. How quickly Val and um, forgetting his name, John Favreau's character. Um, what's his name? The monkey. Uh, what's his name? Guido. Uh, Rio Durant. That's Rio Durant. Um, how quickly they went out. There was a, a few people that were disappointed uh, I get, by that. I get that, but. <coughs> but in terms of moving the story along, I think the not just that it shows how like sorry on you go sorry. I think in terms of moving the the story along, perhaps you don't want to be using too many characters. Yeah, but and having to fulfil their full arcs. <coughs> yeah, but I think it gives you a good fo- sense of how dangerous these jobs are. And yeah, like it doesn't matter who you're with. It's not always a happy ending. Like you will yeah. lose people that you care about and yeah. And but like then that. I also like how um, Beckett blames. Han and not so much blames Han for her death or anything yeah. but more so blames him for not getting the job done and he's lost 
somebody. Yeah. Or he's lost people that he cares about because of it. Um, and yeah, it was all for nothing, mm-hmm. basically. So he blames Han and Trey. Well, more so Han because Han's the one that lets go of the quack. Uh, the is it quacks? I quacks so him. There's probably a little bit of disappointment as well because you know they were hired. Yeah. For the job. And see, uh, this this here made you think that oh, he's the owner of the cantina. Yeah. <laughs> because he says thinking of opening a cantina. Um, somewhere yeah. warm but not too warm yeah and you think he's been oh, he's, yeah he's going to be the a cantina owner and here comes Enfys Nest what did you think of Enfys Nest? I thought it was a good in- I thought it was good because like this but you get so many twists with how you feel about them you don't know if they're other marauders or what but the, and you realise possibly at the end like what they're trying to actually achieve yeah. right now you just think they're trying to steal this for like, another crime syndicate or something well, like that so you're, you're of your, at this point in the film you're of the opinion that they're the bad guys yeah um, and that Beckett and Han Solo and you know that this crew are the good guys yeah the ones you're rooting for but then it turns out that you've been rooting for the wrong people yeah like you've been rooting for the group who... The crime lords. <laughs> oh, you've been rooting against more so the rebellion. <laughs> yeah. And you don't think about that, I don't, you know. Han Solo stepping in to save the day again because I mean no matter which way you look at it he he did save a lot of the missions in the original trilogy yeah you know he obviously he got the the TIE fighters and stuff off of looks back for the trench run, yep. The New Hope, and um, of course, obviously, brought down the shield generator on for the second Death Star. Yeah. You know, so you're responsible for saving yeah. a lot of the missions, and it obviously attempts to here, but ultimately, uh, it doesn't always go the way you think. Yeah. <laughs> Little Luke Skywalker reference. <laughs> See, and at the time I thought that was his hand. No. The the chop chops it.
the the Marauders, I think, were a pretty good idea for not only you recognising them at, at the start as a villain, mm-hmm. but just their whole arc. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, just the, the you know, because being. Obviously, ultimately, as you mentioned, spoiler alert, it's, um, you know, they're effectively the start of the rebellion. They're, yeah. You know, so they're the ones that you root for at the end and going into, you know, Rogue One, then the original trilogy, etc. And this is the, this is the sort of sacrifice that you, you always seem to see in Star Wars. Yeah. And then again, the emotion that you see when, when she does do this. Yeah. It's just terrific acting. Yeah. And choose strength again being yeah, shown here. Shown here, yeah. So you think it's very it's very nail bitingly close. <laughs> well I mean even the the shot earlier where you know, Chewie's hanging down and he's about to crash into the mountain. Yeah. And I remember seeing that in the trailer and people saying, does Chewie die in this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then... Uh, it's like, well... <laughs> well oh, spell that uh, if you watch episode four, you find it. <laughs> this is where it shows again, though. He's got a mind of his own and... Yeah, and he does, yeah he's reckless and does what he wants. Do you think that they had to drop that there? Yeah, I think they would have smashed the mag. Do you think yeah. so? It's too heavy for their, sh- their speeders to carry. And then that, obviously their ship as well, I don't think it would have but been then, But then I wonder if... What, they could have steered left yeah. or right? Well, see, <laughs> if, if Han Solo hadn't let go, mm-hmm. and he'd steered... With them? Right. Do you think that they would have either gone crashing into the mountain or... No, they would have released... Do you think so? Yeah, but I think they would have done it to a, a later stage because I think yeah. they would have they've more nimble more craft about, yeah. ships, so they it would was, have got away. Yeah, it was more about who gives up first. Yeah. yeah. No words. Punch in the face. Maybe that's something we should have told him before it. <laughs> Maybe. Han Solo here has a choice though, doesn't he? He's, like he could just run. Yeah, he could and run, and then never know. Yep. I mean, Beckett could obviously say, 
you know. Yeah, you could uh, give him up and say yeah. like there was a person hands low, blah blah, and then they get tracked he, down. He released the cables and yeah, whatnot. But then would Dryden listen to that? You know what I mean? So that yeah. realistically, he could run away from this and then that'd be it. But yeah, I don't think Dryden takes things too well. No. Bad news anyway. <laughs> I think that this is the this is the point where Han's learning from Tobias here. And different things like what he's telling him and he has You're in this place for good. Yeah. And that's basically I mean he is. He is in that sort of he's on the run and he's in the smuggling life for good really. Yeah. Showing his loyalty here, Joey, to Han. And of course, he knows. <laughs> yeah. Because he speaks through it. <laughs> now, I know I'm kind of reflecting back a little bit, but the, uh, the name Solo being given to him. Do you think that the, there was ever a, an idea to, you know, have his original name be Solo, or to, I don't know, to reveal his original name or anything? I think there was a few, probably a few ideas out there um, to what they could do, but I think that was the most, uh, not comical, but most... Like reasoning behind it, if you get me. Yeah. Like it's a weird thing to come. Yeah. Um, that, that's the thing, though. They obviously gave reason to him having his name. Mm -hmm. I don't know if people necessarily needed that, but yeah. And see, I like I like um, basically the the theme music to when the ship was landing. Mm -hmm. And this wee guy. <laughs> I remember taking my dad to go and see this, and um, he burst out laughing at that guy. Okay. Yeah. Can't imagine why. <laughs> but this is also a very different sort of environment that you're used to seeing in Star Wars you know it's kind of upper class and yeah but then you see also the I, d I don't know the dirty play mm -hmm. aspect of Dryden you know you couldn't really introduce a villain any um, more dramatically any than more that. dramatically than just him pulling out a a knife or a something. knife type thing. I don't know. Is there a name given to that weapon? Um, I'm not sure. You searching it? Yeah. So, just try to look up and see what the actual name of that uh, blade is. 
I wonder if she spotted him earlier on and just just waited to make sure. But really, um, she says she's right in front of him, but really she's all behind him, metaphorically yeah, speaking. Yeah. <laughs> because she's in the past. Yeah, well, she's also changed at this point. She can't really give himself to... Yeah, she can't really... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even her saying that is just a false promise kind of thing. I think that kind of goes into saying about her character. Does, I mean, does she lead him on? <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I mean, especially towards if spoiler at the end, you know, flying off yeah. the mountain. Um, actually, can't find the name of this uh, web, but if uh, you guys know, just uh, let us know because that'd be quite interesting. I'm trying to find it out, but I can't see it. I like that line. That was that was a smooth line. What part of the, the where uh, she's like, what should we drink to? And he's like, let's drink to and see where it goes. <laughs> That is a smooth line. He's about to close a very big deal. How big? Enormous. <laughs> so that just shows you his character. Yeah. It's, just, it's <laughs> so funny. Do you so think that that's kind of a new endo? Aye. Yeah. Do you think it was intended to be? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, and I didn't get, I didn't get, not so much why she stopped there, but later on, she comes back to it and she says, smile. Yeah. And I didn't understand that until re-watching it. Mm-hmm. Or watching it in cinema for the sixth time. So this bit shows how actual sinister that uh, Dryden actually is, that he's been so comforting and... Yeah. You know, and then now he's like hooked on hand. He's like, I don't believe we met. Do you think that he sees Han as a threat? Yes, yeah. I think he does. Just the way he points him out and says, especially when he's talking to Kira. Yeah. He's probably seen Han talking to Kira, and he's been like, hmm, mm-hmm. what's going on here? Because you get the you get the vibe if you like that he's somebody that's without it sounding degrading or anything that you know yeah some someone that's pushed Kira to do things that she doesn't want to do um, and it maybe feels threatened in the sense that Han's trying to take her away from him mm-hmm. in that respect. But I actually, I, I really like the character of Dryden Voss. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was a good villain. Because you just think like he could snap at any moment. Yeah. But then he'll be your friend. Like, do you know what I mean? He's your friend, and then it just snaps and turns on you right away. Yeah. Very Kylo Ren 
aspect that respect, yeah. but like everything's on a knife edge. And see, I didn't get what Kira was doing here, right? Because Kira is effectively like dubbing Han in it here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Dryden could kill both of them right now. But this is why it shows you like her actual character has shown how like selfish she is for her. Yeah. Because she knows the best option to go here is to to say with Dryden. Yeah, but it also shows that she. I I don't know. It's a strange one because it seems like she at this point. She doesn't care about Han anymore. Yeah. But then later on, you see that she still does. But is that just a front to keep him on her well, side? No, see, I, I, even at the end, I, I felt like she still does have feelings for him. Feelings for him. But she just knows that she can't. Now, well, here, even with her facial expression here, like, oh, God, yeah. something's going to happen to him. This just shows you how good Hannah is at talking about different mm. things. Like getting, getting get his way through it, aye. <laughs> this, this is kind of Kira's business head though, isn't it? Yeah. It's Chewie's got the answers. Chewie has got the answers. But you also just wonder why Dryden sent Kira. Yeah. That that but that part doesn't really make sense to me. Why would they send Kira to make sure that they do it? Maybe that's in case they stole the coaxium for themselves. Possibly, yeah. But then he's got enforcers to hunt them. Or down maybe because stuff, so. he didn't like the way she's helping them here and the way they two were together. But then surely to combat that you would keep them apart yeah I don't think he's bothered about them being together I think it's just the fact that she is maybe loyal to him she's maybe he's just came along and possibly he's testing her good point to yeah. see where our loyalties really lie yeah that's that's probably the only um, head cannon I can come up with for it yeah <laughs> this was this has been fun <laughs> we should do this more often but then I like Han's reaction when he goes into the, the lift or the elevator. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I thought that went really well. Apologies to all our American viewers for our, our accents. <laughs> and slang sometimes. I was meaning our, our American accents that we're putting on. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mine isn't too great. Again, more jealousy. Now, this, this is something I'd be very interested in, is uh, droid, f- droid fighting. That would be a fun mm. thing to do. Well, 
I mean, <laughs> you just think though, like even in in a Star Wars universe, you've, I think you're gonna have all these different things. So like, ship racing is effectively like your mm-hmm. car racing, pod racing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like car racing. Um, and then you know you've got droid fighting, which is which is, uh, which is a bit like games. animal fighting, you would say. And I get that it's wrong. Street fighting, street fighting more. Like for like bot like, well, man, it, well it's it's putting it's putting um, how would you em- it? emphasis on like th- these things. Well, the the droids are basically like second class mm-hmm. to the the humans or the aliens or the species. You know I mean? the, the species, the life forms. Um, so yeah, like in world. Mm-hmm. And I like this how they play off each other with the Sabak, Sabak, yeah. uh, Han, Han type of. Because that's obviously been a debate amongst fans as well yeah. as how to say these these names. <laughs> and I remember seeing. Remember in the trailer, and you thought this is where he wins the Falcon. Yeah, but it was a good. Um, you know they misled us a little bit, and I, I quite liked that. How? Yeah, because then we're like, oh wait, well when does he win the Falcon? Are we going to see it? Or? Yeah, uh, like is there going to be even a sequel to explain this? Or? Yeah, but then. It, And she probably believed at that point, oh, you can do this. Yeah. And you as an audience member are thinking as well, like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's got it, yeah. He's got this. <laughs> the humour in this as well, like, eyes on your own cards, uh, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I do think it's one of the emphasis uh, henchmen. If you want to call yeah. them. Ooh, two thousand. So that's just as intenseness here. This bit. <laughs> but this this also feeds into. Han Solo as a character's desire for money yeah as well because obviously you see that and especially in New Hope mm-hmm. where he's like basically all about the money yeah I'm, I'm not doing this, I'm doing this for your rebellion I'm doing this for the money because I expect to be well paid and stuff
This is it. Ooh, straight steps. How is Lando gonna ever get his cell out of this one? Full so back. Well done. Well done, sir. You can get out of it with a full so back. Yeah. Let's see. Oh. Whoa! Full so back. Fantastic play. Wonder where he got that card from, though. I know him. Can't believe it. Drinks are around him. <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> oh, devious. And L3. Yes. Did you like L3? Um, I actually did. Yeah. I actually really did. Um, just more the fact that it was a different kind of take on a droid. Remind, reminded me very much of uh, K2SO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like the very sarky comments and stuff like that. And but do you think we'll have a droid like that in The Mandalorian? Quite possibly. I imagine we could. Because um, it seems like that's what they're doing with all the spin-off things, is yeah. having a droid kind of different and... A human personality to it. Yeah, I think I think it's quite good. It brings something different to the table, obviously, and I think it brings another depth to the droids. Even though, like, obviously, C three put up to and BB eight, like, being what they are, but yeah. um, like, we're obviously connecting with them at that point. But this is bringing like more of a viewer range, I think, as well with having them being characters rather than just make noises, like actually speaking more yeah. out of context, very not derogative, and but very like negative and. Like co- comedic towards yeah. like the other characters as well. <laughs> you ought to buy a spec. Push that. <laughs> a reference to Clone Wars there, Yeah. And the uh, Phantom Menace and stuff, she's in there, but. So yeah, this is just like again showing the uh, character. Donald Glover plays Lando. Pretty oh, well. fantastically well! I really think he's brilliant. And it, it, it's not just the mannerisms of him as well. It's the. I don't. I, I think he gets, he gets the voice right as well. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the, like the way, tone, the way it's delivered. Yeah, yeah. like that sort of kind of deep voice and. Well, hello. What do we have here? Yeah, that sort of. <laughs> that is now, <laughs> now in terms of L3 good luck finding it in, t- in terms of L3 you know obviously she's very like droid rights and things yeah, like that yeah yeah um, and like, I know people that look at it in two different ways. Yeah. They look at it either she's taking the mick uh, out of like the uh, what do you call it like like no out of um, what, what is it what is it they call it the try to get it but Struggling here, children. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back to me. Just carry on with this. 
Yeah, it was just this part showing the L3's character, like the sarky comments, the chatting back. I mm. quite I quite like it. It's it's different, it's quite funny. Um some of the humour though is a wee bit um oh like this bit here, like you can't do it with you watching. Yeah, yeah. Like, can't perform. Yeah. And that was a that was the first time we had to look at Lando, wasn't it, in the trailer? Yeah. Was that shot? And we were wondering what was going on with the flash in front of him. Yeah. It turns out just to be that. Just <laughs> L3 cutting, cutting bars. To our f- first view of the Millennium Falcon. This, yeah. This is where he falls in love. And the music here is absolutely tremendous. Yeah. And then the way he's looking at the cockpit. That just shows you he knows his uh, stuff. And he's like, it looks like you've had a bit of work done. It just yeah. shows his vast knowledge of actual ships as well. Yeah. This is leadership. Hmm. It shows you how much a swindler uh, Lando was there, like yeah, saying. And, and also, um, you know, just as a leader, obviously you see you on Bespin when you next meet him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Wookiee Oomph. It's good to see he's actually played a part in this as well, Warwick Davis. Yeah, yeah. yeah but obviously we didn't know it was Warwick until later on. Yeah, no, of course, of course, but it's just good to see him coming back again to see yeah. to be in these uh, films, yeah. whether it be standalone or trilogy. Now this, this view here of Han coming out the cockpit, yeah, just that smirk. That, that is what I say in terms of this being like a love story. Between yeah, between him and, him and the Falcon. Falcon. He's having a look around. He's, he's definitely in love with the ship there. Yeah. And he can look, but he can't touch. <laughs> and that's kind of shown here when he goes to sit in the... Yeah, the co-pilot seat. The co-pilot seat, and he gets told... Yeah, guys. <laughs> to get out of the seat. Get your presumptuous ass out of my seat. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> That's what that kind of look was. And then this is the falcon noise here. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. And, and I like how that also ties in with the... You know, when she gets programmed into the yeah, ship. Yeah, into the ship and the noises are still there, so um, it's still... Now it's giving you more meaning to the ship. Yeah. You know, this character that's now involved with the, fal- the Falcon. And then, when, when, whenever I watch the original trilogy now and I hear that noise... Yeah. I think of L3 uh, Yeah. Yeah. Gives you more of a, a meaning. I know it's a kind of 
some people might look at it as pointless, but I think it's a nice wee touch. Yeah, it's a nice wee touch. And uh, and even the the salute. Yeah, the yeah. two fingers. <laughs> You made that move. All right. This is good because it's it. <laughs> Can't wipe it away. Yeah. And this is is this the third time that we see this Dejaric? Yeah. Game. We see it in. See it in this. You see it in. Uh, New Hope. Yep. And then you see it in Force Awakens. Awakens yep. Because yeah. it loads itself back up again for when they last played it. Yeah. And I, I've I've not actually know. I know that between. A New Hope and The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty much the same, the same game. Yeah. That's been played. Um, two seconds. Um, yeah, it's pretty much like the continuation of the game, but I I've not noticed whether or not it is the actual continuation. Well, this is, I I don't know if this is maybe the start of it, and then in A New Hope you get the continuation from yeah. this. I don't know. I've not I've not really paid attention to that. And this is the wee hat tip to the, the best wing cape we have. Oh, we're not. Yeah, and... Uh, is this the same room that... I don't think it is, actually. I was going to say, is this the same room that Anne first makes out with? Leia? Leia, but it's not. It's, no, it's different. That's, um, yeah, that's a totally different room. But I like how it's shown but, you more in depth of what rooms the Falcon actually has to what we know. But then uh, I like as well because obviously he's walked in through the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Really, and then, um, and then what was it? He said, he said something along the lines of, um, "I thought we could talk a little," and then like looks back at the yeah, bed. Yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you just think at this point that's Lando's bed. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda. C three PO. Look at him just, <laughs> just <laughs> see that that's that's the thing about Chewie is that he just like he's just staring at the board there like yeah. what have I done wrong here? How did he outwit me in this game? But I don't know, I didn't like, I didn't particularly like that Beckett beat him. Yeah. Because it doesn't really make sense for but maybe a, that's a, a way. hope when it says, yeah, but uh, droids don't pull arms out of people's sockets when they lose. Yeah. Because Chewie lost there, but he didn't pull Beckett's arms out. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. So I think that either... Beckett should have lost an arm there. <laughs> or Chewie should have won. I think probably Chewie should have won. Equal rights. <laughs> yeah. I'm still trying to remember what you were trying to say. Oh, what was I trying to say? I'm sure you'll get that. I think this is a good introduction to what the Kessel Run actually is 
and how that um, it was very warped though I thought what this bit not, not so much this specific bit yeah. but more the the actual maelstrom and stuff it just shows you how how hard it is to pilot through it and that and it's just good how like obviously like Han made it into a passing yeah. so it's I just thought you know that they're obviously trying to explain the parsecs and stuff mm-hmm. with it but um, you know and it wasn't about how quick it was it was more about yeah distance yeah that it took to but I don't know I don't know. <laughs> I just like how, how it takes ages for them to get through. What, what did you make of this? The kind of insinuation that something happened was going on between Hernando. La- I, it's <laughs> it's a bit strange. It's a bit strange, but it's quite comedic. Like of the <laughs> that's that's the purpose of it. Is yeah. it was to be comedic, but people look at it and say, you know. Did it work for Lando's character really? Yeah. The it works, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's all just answering me. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Yeah, it works. I'm not gonna even dispute it. Do you think there'll be a reference to L three or Ethan? Episode nine. I think there will be some sort of connection. That's what that's why I'm saying I don't think they've done it for nothing. Mm. And this because this was between obviously See yeah, I think it'll eight. be just a a very vague reference to Yeah, it'll be something I think, I think like, it'll be something like Hey Girl or uh, something. Yeah, 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 like definitely. Yeah, it'll be something like but at least it's something it's a comment that will be like, Oh, why has he made that comment? We'll know where it's came from, we know why he's made that comment. Do you think he has to see the Falcon? Yes, definitely, yeah. definitely. Not so much see the Falcon, be in the Falcon. Or? Yeah, I think being in the Falcon also. It's just this. That's why also this as well showing that the connection he's got with the ship from the start. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's his ship. So yeah, I definitely think that should be something that should be done. I, I love this um, alien droid. Yeah. Um, with the the kind of dripping. Yeah, the like the breathing apparatus yeah. stuff that's dripping. Yeah. This no. is this is why you get someone like uh, Amelia Clark though to play this is yeah this is very Game of Thronesy yeah I would say and because obviously with her being in Game of Thrones it's yeah it was very similar to to her character in Game like of how Dryden's got that uh, uniform on also also like Lando yeah. uh, oh sorry yeah Beckett sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, that Lando uses in uh, the, uh, in episode 6 he's in uh, Jabba's Palace mm-hmm. and it was quite good we hacked up as well uh, I like the wee twinkly music that plays in a second when she gives him the dice the dice back yeah Yeah. 
So at least we did get the main theme. Yeah, yeah. In solo. <laughs> Although I don't think we did in the Rogue One. Rogue One. Maybe that could be a future episode we can try and find out. Well, no, the, they, did, they did have a subtle uh, version of it. It was... But that was the main title theme for Rogue One. Yeah. When we do a commentary on that, I'm sure I'll be able to explain that better. And see, I thought that these these droids. Yeah. Here, I thought that they were. <laughs> Their arms ripped off. <laughs> yeah. But then I like how how he's totally conflicted by that. Yeah. He's like, no, what are you doing? Ah, yeah. <laughs> like that would have fit me, no problem. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. Going back to these droids, I thought that they were. Like the the droids that the Jabba's. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's why the restraining bolt was removed by L three. Yeah. Off of the. The, the kind of. Uh, astromech droid. Mhm. See the astromech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she removes the restraining bolt, and then I, that's why I thought. I don't know why I thought that was. Um, the one who's um, who had the bad motivator. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just thought <laughs> that that's the one that. Yeah, the, the bad motivator. I don't think it is. No. Let's get blue on it. It's different part. That would have been quite a good wee yeah, thing to have. But then there's a lot of hat tips in this film, so yeah, I don't know if they made more. It was very connected in terms of the the dice and Yeah, what nostalgia points on it. Yeah, and, and Han Solo's relationship with women and yeah. his relationship um, with people just in general and how you know um, Beckett says about trusting nobody. Yeah. Because they'll let you down. And how he's in it for the money. And yeah. Then the Falcon and his relationship with Lando. And, you know, there's a lot of hat tips in this film. And then that's not even beginning on true. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you also mentioned about... Uh, the outfit that Beckett's wearing. Yeah, yeah. Two years, like Han says, stick to plan, and he doesn't. And I, I, and Han go, just goes, no, that's fine, because he knows if it was him, he would do the same. 
like that, you know. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I like the bit that's coming up where he's like, talk, 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 talk. I can't remember what the exact the. Uh, that's what I said. <laughs> I thought this was very kind of this reminded me a wee bit of um, Indiana Jones yes this <laughs> that's what I said <laughs> oh right now kick going and that's where they got him <laughs> yeah that's about here for the when he comes in, it's like going into the, te- the temple. Yeah. I think it's all intentional, though, isn't it? Yes, definitely. She's had a wookie, a wookie. Imagine in episode nine you see landed in this. <laughs> He's just recording, recording like, himself, yeah. Extra parts to his autobiography, if you like. He's like that. Chapter forty seven. You see, we are two driving about there. But then that's all Han Solo does, isn't it? Yeah, as it is. See, I remember in the trailers and things we seen that Wookiee and we thought, is that, is that Mala? Aye. You know, uh, Chewbacca's wife, and we thought it doesn't really look like her. No. But then obviously this is a few, a few years before we see her in the the holiday special. Yeah. But. Obviously, the holiday special isn't canon as well, so they could have changed that up. Yeah. Or look, but it turned out not to be Mala. And do you know who played that wiki? No. 
uh, and, and solo. It was uh, Anthony Daniels. Oh, yeah. So, he's still been in every Star Wars film. Star Wars film, yeah. Although, don't know how much longer. Have you yeah. seen his tweeting? No. He's been making uh, all sorts of different wacky Comments. references and stuff. So. Yeah. I love how they're using storage units here. Yeah, yeah. So, like, just to show that it's getting used, like, the emphasis of what he usually uses them for smuggling, but. Yeah. Never thought he'd been smuggling himself. <laughs> Something like this point. And then this bit, you didn't think L3 would have died at this point, you know? It's like. And then it just shows you Lando's connection to her, like, how much he's going to actually save a droid, as we'd look yeah. at it, you know? See, see this this kind of reminded me of Rogue One in a way. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminded me of um, K2SO's death. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, when he's still speaking as he's been shot and he's kind of depleted. I don't know, there was something about the music as well that just, I don't know. Tied in. I don't know what it was exactly, but... <laughs> he just had enough. <laughs> just she shows she just doesn't care. Yeah. Who she kills. And this was the first time we've seen that shot going into the Falcon. Yeah. Obviously, he, he's been. He, he'd for permission. Yeah. And now he's getting a shot of. He's of the girl. Yeah. yeah. But as again, this shows you how good a pilot is. They already known the controls of the ship. He's not fly it, flown, so it's. But then, just as a pilot, like you know, he's flown before because he yeah, was yeah. a pilot for the Imperials. Yeah. Or for the Empire, and obviously got kicked out for having a mind of his own. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he could have fixed her? Um, yeah, I think I think he could have, but I think then when he gets a choice to do the thing to save them all, he chooses that over. Oh yeah, yeah. <coughs> possibly. That's, no, no, that's a good way of looking at it. I think you know rather than saving the droid, he's chosen to save all of them himself and yeah. the rest of the crew the new crew yeah. and I wonder if this is a reference to the the Force Awakens as well where you know um, 
Han obviously says he used to have a bigger crew. I wonder mm-hmm. if this is the crew he's referring to or if it's because mm-hmm. I, the way the way I first looked at it was that he's had a crew between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Yeah. I I I do think it's separate. I think he did actually have a different crew for when they got their rafters. But then the, if you look at the it, this was the this original. shot is amazing. Sorry, I had to point that out. Yeah, that no, shot is incredible. Um, but that's what that's if you think about it was the original crew. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this this is good humour though, isn't it? Yeah. Just Find of his own. Yep. <coughs> it just shows you how much a risk taker he actually is. Can't do it in less than 20, can you? Nah, no chance. See, that's the thing as well, though. He says she's gone. Good point. So if he could have saved her, then... Why is he saying? Well, maybe he's trying to get out of actually using her for it, because he knows that she can... Do that. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, because he doesn't know he's got to do that and jump through the maelstrom. But I'm going the route that's there. But he knows to save his life that yeah. he needs to plug her in. Yeah. But then he doesn't seem hesitant or anything to, to do it. That's the only thing. I mean, this is this is your classic game chase, if you like, mm. and the Falcon and someone's in control of the the cannon, the cannons and stuff. Yeah. The one line I didn't like here was that he really hurts his thumbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just a bit immature. But that's just nitpicky, isn't it? Yeah, but I can see why you don't like it. But and then Chewie, obviously taking mm-hmm. charge. And if you notice the music here as well, when he sits down in the seat, that's when you get the um, the main theme again. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Because that's the team. Yeah. Or the partnership. <laughs> that's a custom piece. <laughs> that shows obviously uh, Lando's love yeah, for yeah. his capes. 
So that, this part here when the ventral cam gets blown off, obviously, I don't know if it's kind of a wee hat tip to it in the first weeks where it locks for Finn. That's been hurt his thumbs. <laughs> But I don't get how Tartus thumbs. That's the only thing I don't really understand. But <laughs> off this line until he crashed and died. <laughs> Doing this, <laughs> so he just does it anyway. <laughs> I mean, Lando's probably in the Falcon, just thinking right now, what on earth are you doing? Doing <laughs> my ship, yeah. And that obviously makes sense later on when he says, uh, like, I hate you. And yeah, says, yeah. I know. Obviously, also yeah. a, a hat tip as well to the Empire and uh, the Jedi. But that's what I mean by, you know, Disney being very connective. Yeah. But I think it's good that way because we've seen that a lot within yeah. Star Wars films. And, it's, and it makes, I think the fans love the nostalgia hat tips to the older films as well. It just. Yeah. It brings a sense of connection to why it all started, why we all love this, you know. Yeah, and it's um, you know, it's, it's Lawrence Kasdan's touch as well. Mm-hmm. You know, as a writer, obviously writing the Empire Strikes Back and everything, he knows about connecting right until he has a noise. Boo. Part of the ship, part of the crew. So in a sense as well, like now, you know, obviously you see in every ship um, in the original series, it's always that there's always <coughs> a droid there. So the droid that's always in the Falcon is Elf. <coughs> yeah. Is this the first time that we see? Excuse me. Um, the Falcon. The Falcon with uh, like headlights. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure it is, yeah. Because it turns on the headlights here and... I like that shot of it going on. It just shows you how dark and mysterious the galaxy is. Like. Mm. <laughs> but that's that's a hat tip to um, episode one. Episode one, yeah, with the... Uh, when they stop and... Uh, There's always a bigger fish. Yep. Yeah. When Jar Jar goes off his head and goes... Yep. And again, that's that's like the power goes out, isn't it? Yeah. And then always a bigger fish. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> We's are gonna die in here. <laughs> Don't try to hurt it, hon. <laughs> I think it's good they've done that also to show you why it's still designed the way it is like, yeah. when you see it so it just shows you it did have something yeah that's why baby that's why baby <laughs> <coughs> do you think there's anything in that escape pod Nah. Yeah. Probably something. I don't know. 
what did you think when you first seen that? Um, the that big alien. alien. <sighs> Honestly, I was like, like, oh my, god. I was more shocked, like, oh my god, like that. How did I get out of this one? And kind of thing. I didn't. I wasn't really thinking, like, oh, it shouldn't be there, blah blah blah. Because obviously, if yeah. you like, if you watch well, like Rebels like and all that, there's bit, like, yeah, it's a bit kind of like the the Ratha, but out in space, isn't it? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Kind of what it looks like. Yeah, it's it, a, and it's got loads of eyes as well, but yeah, it's very, it's a very unusual kind of creature. It's very yeah. well, well thought I mean, of, to be honest. Well, if you look at it, very creative. I think in every Star Wars film under the Disney banner, we've had that sort of creature. Yeah. You know, obviously we've got this one in Solo. Um, we've got Borgullet. Yeah. In Rogue One. Um, obviously the Wrath Tar in episode 7 yeah and then episode 8 did we have a um, I can't think of one no I don't think we I mean we had some creatures some but creatures wasn't. and stuff well a lot of I think probably the most creatures I love this, the yeah. inside workings of the oh, Falcon, Falcon and yeah. then And I love the sound that makes you like obviously yeah. feeling like But then And then it just boosts just kicks it. in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what he was gonna yeah. say though, that Oh sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> and then that shot there. That's into the very land way. <laughs> From inside the hangar, is that even possible? <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's incredible. Here's Sabrine. <laughs> but it's it's quite good seeing all the destruction that's happened to the Falcon yeah. just in that that, shot. that one um, segment of the film yeah you know because you look at it now it's a completely different ship yeah to what it was when they left and no wonder Lando's like I hate you yeah it's <laughs> a lot of money on construction for that <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just done the castle run in 12 parsecs there if you ran down <laughs> um, but yeah I think I also thought about you know what have you done in my ship your ship yeah 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 <laughs> that's what I also thought of just looking at it I hate you Very on the nose. Yeah, yeah. With the I love you, I know, but. <laughs> Never? Never? <laughs> 
this is where she tells them it can't happen. Yeah. So this is why I think she was leading them on throughout the film, film though. They made make a sequel to this. Yes, and I hope they do. Well, I think I'd like that. Even if it was a TV series. I'd yeah, like something. To see a, a TV series of this because I think that would be where it worked best. The question is, would Han ever meet Kira? No, Mal. Oh, Mal. Well, because he's obviously very. He <coughs> doesn't believe in the force and. Yeah, you well, get the, you get the vibe that he's never met a force yeah, sensitive person. I think that he wouldn't because just the fact that how, like, Maul is he's very ruthless, and I think if he ever met him, he'd he'd honestly slaughter him. Like you know, mm. what I mean, Maul was very dark, very fierce. He drives his power from his hate. Yeah, and I think that would, I think it would be the end of so that point. You would probably see, <coughs> Kira being more the. The lead role in it. Well, I think, I, I think that obviously when you see Maul in Rebels, yeah. Um, I think that it's Kira that's it's overthrown her. That's well, overthrown, overthrown him and, and basically got him imprisoned. Yeah. On that planet. Definitely could possibly. All the music here. So yeah, that's bit of selfishness introducing herself. Yeah. Outside, and this is when we're like, "Oh, what's going to happen here?" Yeah. So this is where the twists constantly happen in this film, yeah. which I think is amazing because it throws you. Yeah, you literally don't know what way this is going to go. Like every wee detail in this is a twist. I love that shot there. He's blasted him. Yeah, it's very western. Yeah. Isn't it? And I want to point out here as well, when she takes off the mask yeah. to reveal who she is, mm-hmm. I thought I was missing something when I first seen it at the cinema. Because yeah, you th- think that it should have been someone that you already saw before? Well, she takes off the mask as if, like, you know, people know who she is. Who she is, yeah. If that makes sense. That's quite hilarious, isn't it? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like, of some importance. Yeah, yeah. like... It, it, it's as though she's taken off the mask to reveal that she is actually this person. Yeah. This person, yeah, and I don't know. I just thought because I was thinking to myself, I think the whole, like, who is that? Yeah, I think the reason why they've done it like that though is to show like it's not because everybody's thinking. Let's be like I was thinking. Oh, it's it's this man. He's like this and that, but it's not. It's a young girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just shows you they're trying to do things for the greater good. Well, they look at each other as well. Um, is it Han looks at Chewie or something here? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. As if to say, like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. But, yeah, when she takes off the mask, I, I just thought, like, I thought to myself really hard, like, who is that? Is that someone that we've met before? Yeah. 
But this is the reveal here, and I love this. This whole speech. The speech puts it in perspective and then it starts making you think about how... Well, well, when she draws this symbol here, yeah. it shows exactly what Kira's been doing yeah. and what she's been a part of. There's a Pokeball. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's where he looks at her like, and she's like... And... Yep. Covers it up as if... Like, she's ashamed of what she's done. Yeah. Here you yeah, go, Warwick Davis. Davis. But then, I like how that ties back to episode one as well, because yeah. that's the same character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his uh, name. We got the pod racing thing. Yeah, but I can't remember his name. It's... And if you guys know his name, just tell us, put it in the comments, because we'll probably circle back to uh, it. But I'm, I'm sure I'll have annoyed people by not knowing his name. So this part here, Han's really thinking about it and he's, he knows right from wrong and I think he's trying to do the best thing here, intentionally for everybody, well, he he's got his own plan, he's got his own plan of how it's going to go, and doesn't yeah. tell anybody, but try to reach it to Tobias. <coughs> but he doesn't know the full extent of Tobias just yeah. now, either. And this is where I'm saying the twists are brilliant, because you don't know what way this one's going to go. Do you think Tobias walks away? Yeah, that and that's the thing as well. Like, I I was thinking, what are they saying, just now? Yeah. Because you don't, you don't know, except from the plan. Once so this is effectively a commentary within a comment, commentary <laughs> of of what's happening in that discussion. I like how he calls him his partner because he he feels like he's connected to him in that sense. Yeah, and he's like not this thing. Yeah. Could be a moment there. Well, yeah. See the the touch in the cheek is very similar to Han's last interaction with um, with the uh, Ben Solo. Yeah. So Two sons. <laughs> so they're obviously referring yep. to Jabba, like kind of thing. That so it's quite. <laughs> But that's that's why I th- I just think that like a sequel to this is so important mm-hmm. because you want to see that first interaction between Han and Jabba. Yeah. And, um, and the rest of the crew that's that's there. So. Yeah. And you can introduce Boba Fett and Greedo and, and stuff like yeah, that. Dengar maybe, IG8, all that kind of people. So. Yeah. 
weird. Again, the music here. Yeah. Here we go. So like this, this. Well, this elevator scene, I think, is like the <coughs> um, Kylo Ren and Rey. When they're in there. In the Last Jedi. Yeah. In the lift or in the elevator. It's kind of shot the same way, isn't it? Yeah. Although, trees there. <laughs> Got a walking carpet. So that's but he's already playing them, you know. Yeah, but when you're watching this for the first yeah. time. Oh, of course, of course. And that's the good thing about these twists, because but, you don't know... Well, the thing is that when you're watching this for the first time, um, like I just thought he doesn't care about Beckett. Yeah, at all. So there, he's already taken her away from them because he knows what, what they try to do. Oh, And then you see the, the holocron in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, I, I thought... See, as an audience member, you th- you're thinking the same way that... Um, Dryden's thinking here. Yeah. Is that, oh, that's a fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's actually done it. When it turns yeah. out, he's not. And then see, like, at the bottom of the... When he takes off the lid, yeah, you you can just very briefly see the gun, yeah, the blaster, and, and the blaster, the yeah. Um, so even the way he's acting here, it looks very sketchy. Like there's something wrong with it. And yeah. Then he says, "How did you do it?" Yeah, and my question is, does Kira know that that's the real thing? Mm. I'm not sure. Because the way that it's played off here is as if she doesn't know what the plan is. Yeah. It keeps the plan from her. And then you're like, oh, he's been caught. Yeah. He's been rumbled.
absolutely. Who is it? I did kind of get the suspicion that it was him. Well, aye, because he just walks away, you know, he's well, still there. Well, also because I remember in the trailer hearing the line, um, assume everyone's will turn against you and you'll never be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that's a bit on the nose if he's the one that turns against them. Yeah. And it turned out that he wasn't. Was. That was a bit of a letdown, but the Kira one I didn't actually see coming. Yeah. But then, as I say, when I took my dad to see this, yeah, yeah. he never trusted Kira. Right. From the start. Did you? Um, no, I did. I, th- I thought because I never looked at any part of it like she was trying to double cross him in any way. Yeah. I'll try and like, double cross try. Dryden Voss, so I, I did not expect it. I just thought she might have, like, something might have happened to one of the, like, her uh, throughout it. Yeah. Like, she might have died or whatever, but. The, the point about Beckett's cross that I didn't really understand. I do understand it in terms of storytelling. Yeah. I don't understand it in terms of. Oh, sorry, I do understand it in terms of the film, but I don't understand it in terms of storytelling as. When he obviously blasts uh, the enforcers. Yeah. This twist here. I'll tell you in a second. It's just showing you she'll do anything to get out of the situation as well. This is about what she's been taught. Yeah. Crimson Dawn, though. And at this point, you know, it's Hannah's got to be sacrificed. Yeah. I've warned you about her. You know, your problems are one of them. But I wasn't. Hmm. I told you she was deeply predictable. You're no exception. See, that, that's, you're no exception. Smart. It's empty. <laughs> I love that part of us that just it's a gravitational thing that just <laughs> Do you see the road in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good to show that it's a different uh, it's, it's, the same but it's not yeah. yeah, but no, it's like it's a different it's not a green roadian, which we're most likely yeah. to see, you know what I mean? It's different complexion. <laughs> Aye. This bit is Right, that's about here. Of heart, yeah, shoots the enforcers. Yeah, why doesn't he shoot Dryden or shoot Han? No, I would say more so Dryden, Dryden yeah, yeah, and maybe even Kira because surely he knows by leaving there with that coaxium, yeah, he, he'll be after him. Mole will be after him, yeah, but he doesn't know Mole. I don't know he knows well, he so, was, well, no, because he does say earlier on. No, but he speaks of Dryden being the big boss. I bet you don't know who Dryden works for. Well, that's a good point. So, that kind of insinuates that he knows who Dryden works for. Yeah. I like this interaction. Yeah. 
How so? just such a good fight scene also like in a different sense as well like yeah it's not a lightsaber yeah, fight but it's, it's not a blaster like kind of shoot off like kind of thing yeah and like this is just that's the that's the thing is you know you're, you're told in westerns and things like that never bring a knife to a gunfight yeah but it seems in this that the knife is mightier yeah than the the sword I don't know the sword the, no. the gun yeah the gun yeah <laughs> but, the, uh, but then analogy. there's the sword yeah but this is this is the that twist there is just I did not expect that at all like I did not well I didn't expect it but then I thought well obviously she doesn't kill him yeah yeah because like and I thought she's going to turn here yeah But then that's the point where I thought, but effectively she's the triple cross. Yeah. You know, she turns against them, turns against, uh, turns for them again, and then turns against them yeah. again. So. But I think she does it out of her own gain. It's yeah, not, yeah. No, I understand not to that. protect Han. It's not to get her free. It's to. For her to gain out of it. Yeah. I just thought that this was a great climax to the film though. Yeah. Because it all comes to a head. You get loads of twists in there and... It still ends in a different point than what you think. Yeah. Because like this part here, you think she's going to help him. She's joining him. Yeah, she's yeah. just saying, oh, we'll grab the gems for the... Yeah. Like, but then even there, like, you think... And they clearly set this up for a sequel. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty evident that they'd set this up for a sequel. Yeah. So I don't... Although the film didn't do great at the box office... You still think they could do it? I still think they should do it. Like, yeah, I definitely think so. You know, you've set it up now. Don't turn against it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, then here's the... Smile. That's kind of like her saying her goodbyes, really. Yeah, but it's also the tie back to what she was gonna finish like the, the the end to the sentence yeah that she was gonna say earlier in the film when she first meets him mm-hmm. I never imagined you off in some adventure always made me smile yeah but then even here I was like what's going on here yeah why is she taking the ring yeah well I just thought like I thought she was going for the jewellery <laughs> yeah exactly for, for the, the gems the, uh, the gems g- and the crystals to get money for the ship then, so then I thought, like, what is happening here? Yeah. So even this was a good twist. Yeah. Probably my favourite twist, this one. Yeah. Because it's the the last thing that you expect was was, was this, yeah. So then this to shut it down and then So here I seen the robotic leg and I was like, who the hell could that well, be? Well see, I didn't, I didn't see any of that, but I just heard the a bit, voice. No, I seen that. The voice, I, I was too busy concentrating on the leg at the first point. 
Mm. And I was thinking, who could that be? And then there, that is that. So that is the big key point. You want no way, like. And then that's bit. Yeah, and there was big reveal. There was something off when he ignites the lightsaber. Yeah. About this, where like, his face goes. Like, I don't know, human toned or something. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it is. But I like how it shows the use, use of the force and it like that. Yeah. It? But it's good to see the lightsaber is used as the one he's got from the Inquisitor. Yeah, and then even the, the necklace <laughs> yeah. is the same as yeah. what she, she had on earlier yeah. on. But hold on, it's when he holds it up closer to his face. Like there's something I don't know what yeah. it is. I think it's just because it's so bright. It can dull, it lightens up the the black on his face. Yeah, I, I don't know, but um, well, it was good to see uh, Ray Park. Yeah, playing Ray, playing Maul again, yeah. and then obviously you had to keep the continuity with the Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah, with so the voice, voice actor. Yeah. So for that, they had Sam Whitworth doing the voice, for which it. I thought was fantastic. But yeah, this bit here as well. This twi- but this is this uh, obviously is a, a hat tip as well. Obviously, yeah. but when he shoots first, obviously like yeah. <coughs> um, but I remember going into the film. We obviously had our suspicions that they were going to use some sort of, uh, oh, always shoot first. That's what I thought this line was going to be. Yeah. But then he shoots him before. Yeah, he before says he even says it, which makes it even better. Yeah. Though. So it is, yeah. Rule of old, always shoot first. That yeah. I think that was gonna be the the line and then the, the shot. The aye. shot faster, and then because he says it, he even yeah. says it. He says, "I would have killed you." But that's why I think that with a smart move. Yeah, and I think that's why this hat tip as well is really good to the originals because obviously with the renditioned uh, ones being that Greedo shot at the same time as Han or yeah. shot first kind of thing. Like I'm glad they got him shooting first rather than the same time kind of thing, which yeah. they could have done. Yeah. So. Well, <coughs> I think it was just to kind of say to the fans, yeah. Yeah, hand shot. We know what yeah. hand soul is like. Yeah. But they've also made a point to uh, they've they've made it a point to say from Beckett yeah. like I would have killed you. Yeah. So you made a smart move. I just <coughs> even that bit there when he even goes to. Cause so long because he does find something in him Beckett you know you see here you see the pain if you like of Han Solo yeah here and it's like and look of her flat you've flying by and it's like why and you just think what's going through his head right now yeah but I think as well like this this whole film ties into I like the, the shot here where it's dull and it's just focusing on him yeah I think that the the whole film ties into the sequel trilogy in a way. Yeah. Where Ray and Finn are effectively two halves of this Han Solo. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, because and he's effectively the Beckett. Mhm. Yeah, to them teaching you know, them the lessons and stuff like that, like grown. Yeah. Because um, Finn's obviously a deserter of the First Order. Yeah. Han's. Defe- uh, yeah, 
to win from the Empire. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, Ray is scavenger, comes from nothing. That's yeah. what Han Solo feels like he was from. Yeah. Although he's a good pilot, like Ray is, and all these sorts of things. So I think it does, it ties in. And then this is, this is the first, although he's oblivious to it, this is the first interaction that he has with the Rebellion. The rebellion, yeah. In the start of the Rebellion. So he, in a way, kicked off the Rebellion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without even knowing. Knowing, yeah. And then that, later on, he's he's apprehensive to join. Yeah. And he's even apprehensive to join here, but yeah, just wants to help them. Just cause he knows it's the better thing because he knows what it's like on the Empire side, you know, yeah. like in the stuff in Corellia, like he's went through it all, you know, and to know there's something that could be greater. Yep. He's wanting to help in that. Even though he's not saying it, but he does want to show that he ca- he wants to help. You know what I mean? There you go. Don't hold your breath, kid. Yeah. It's, it's Hansel. Don't hold your breath, kid. Well, at least she gave him money. Like, so I think that's good to show, like get the same yeah. thing as last. No, I'd like that. to see that pay off though in a in a sequel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, we kind of get that at the end when they start say uh, thing in Orlando again. Yeah, that's no, a, that's a, but I get that's what you mean. Like, in, yeah, yeah. I'd like. I don't know. Like here, they, they clearly did set it up for a a sequel. sequel yeah. <laughs> but this is like reverse of yeah, yeah, yeah. their interaction and that's the that's the reverse interaction uh, on Bespin yeah where it's like they, they come yeah, in for a like, hug like it's as if he's as if he's gonna hit um no, no, I mean the, um, well, you no good ah, double yeah, yeah. crossing swindler. You ha- you got a lot of guts coming back here and everything after what you pulled. Uh, and then he's like, what? And then he's like, yeah, that bit, uh, yeah, like gives him yeah. for a hug, so. This is about as good as Jeremy's like, oh god. <laughs> Chewie's playing them as well. Yeah. But see, he won the quacks in back, yeah. so it could still play in. <laughs> then he realises the card's not there. <laughs> but see, we don't actually see the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the only nitpicky thing I have about that card game is that. He throws down the cards. But you don't get to properly see. You only see, see like one of the cards. Yeah. You can't actually see what he's got. 
No, že by ty celebrities měli. Ale to je jenom. A je to velmi big gangster. Yeah, 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 he is a really big gangster. <laughs> especially. Uh, One of the biggest. Especially in the turn of the Jedi. Yeah. There we go. One more shot of the dice. Perfect clo- uh, closing thing as well. I like that. Yeah. Um, a good choice. Yeah, definitely. I love this. I, I do. I really love Solo. I think it's a f- fantastic film, and um, I really like it. It's a great part of the story of the Star Wars universe. I do think they've done really tremendous with it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just uh, I do hope that they make some sort of sequel to it. Yeah, whether that be a. a like another film or maybe even the as you said like the TV series I think the TV series would be very good I think it's more upcoming more current now than if, as we were saying about the movies kind of thing Yeah. Um, I think they'll get more out of it especially with the Disney streaming service and stuff so yeah I think that, that's a good way to go down Um, and I, I hope that a lot of the people that were involved in this are also involved in that yeah, definitely. I mean, not just the not even just the like, cast, I'd, but like all the background stuff well, as well. I'd, I'd like to see Ron Howard maybe, you know, whether he's a showrunner or directs a few episodes or yeah. something like that of of a TV series. Yeah, a Han Solo TV series that would be. Good It'd be to good see. to see like a good couple of actors coming back. Also, seeing like a lot of like the, as I said, like the, the back, yeah, but also the back staff as well that's done all this. Like they should get yeah. the chance to do it again because. They've done such a terrific job with that. Yeah, like John Powell doing music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's fantastic. And I think they should, yeah, continue on with that. But yeah, as I said, like, I, I really love this film. I think it's one of my favourites. Yeah. Um, And I think it brings something different to the, the table for it being Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, one, it's probably one of the... Uh, where would you rank this in terms of, of Dis- Disney ones, Disney Star Wars films that they've done? Uh, to me, people might kill me for this, but I honestly say it's one. I say it's first or second. Right. I think it's in a uh, contest with. Uh, this is just my like, opinion. Yeah, obviously, obviously my opinion. I, I do think honestly, I I really love both the standalones that they've came out with. Mm. I think they're tremendous, and I do think both of them are up there. Like the for the recent yeah, is one yeah they're definitely not including TV shows out of just the movies they're my top yeah, and I think that as you say the cast there you know Alden Ehrenreich, Jonas Sutomo, um Amelia Clark you could see them coming back Warwick Davis yeah definitely I mean um, Anthony Daniels yeah you know all all these guys you can see or guys or girls Ray Park you can see them coming back and even doing a, a TV series yeah you know, definitely def- no I think they would be up for it and it's it's I mean as as we were to- as I said as you've said as well previously in different ca- uh, podcasts I'm sure uh, we've said about the money aspect behind Disney doing a TV series mm-hmm. is it's it's a no brainer yeah. in terms of that but I think even the cast having a recurring role as well keeps them in a job as well but also they enjoy doing it I mean it's it's, it's well, obviously key yeah and the thing is that if if Disney were worried about I don't think Disney should be worried about money that they're going to make no, off definitely, of No, definitely not um, if they were to do a TV series because let's face it people are already going to be committed to buying into to see The Mandalorian and yeah. the Cassian Andor series yeah. um, as well as hopefully eventually the the films getting put on yeah definitely uh, on that streaming service yeah 
fingers crossed on that, that that'll eventually happen. But and obviously, I can't even forget, um, you know, Clone Wars. Yeah, coming back. Yeah, that, coming I mean, back. I think even just that alone would spring back a, a lot of money <laughs> to the company. I mean, that's yeah, but something everybody's. That's learning. that's why I think because you're getting people invested in those sort of things. Yeah. Why not just? Yeah, why not have it? Even and, if they had one season, like one season, and it was like hour-long episodes, yeah. and that was that for this. I mean, yeah. that'd be that'd well, be smart to do. You would have so much character depth, and it's effective. It would effectively be like. However many episodes you done, say you done eight episodes even. Mm-hmm. That's effectively what <coughs> eight, eight hours screen time. Yeah, 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 eight hours. You mean eight hours, which is an eight hour film. If yeah, you technically, look at it that, that and it's longer than bring out films, and it gives something that people need to keep waiting for. Yeah. It's constant viewing, so yeah, I definitely it'd be good to see that go down that route. I'd, I'd really enjoy it, but um, obviously that's up to the the, the company the to do that. Yeah. No, I would like to see something like that, and uh, I think that I'd imagine the dice will probably come into the fold again yeah. with that sort of thing. But you know, just to see that interaction between Han and you know Jabba. Yeah, that'd be uh, quite good. Yeah, especially his relationship with the other uh, uh, bounty hunters as well. Yeah. Like obviously knowing him, like because obviously if you look at Episode Five when uh, Chewbacca says like obviously both enemies gone both with it. Both it like obviously he knows who he is and yeah. he knows like he sounds like troubled by it a wee bit like oh no where is he? I've had a like, few I to, encounter. Yeah, him. basically, and I know that sounds stupid, but it's like it's a small detail like that. I want to see why he thinks that. Yeah. Also with um, with uh, Greedo as well, like when he knows him and stuff like that. I want I want to see all these interactions, and I think that'd be really good. Um, whether that be them doing a job together or, or not, you know, and I think it'd be pretty good a good thing to bring to the table. Yeah, and I think. Um, you know, even with that, you can you can tie in solo and in Rogue One. Yeah. Um. You know, with especially going down the excuse me the Enfys Nest mm-hmm. kind of route. Yeah. Where she could have an interaction with Sogarera or. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That'd be a good thing to do because obviously you see two tubes in this. Yeah. With her. Yeah. So, for the interaction to when he goes to saw, then that's another wee. Yeah. And a wee tiny detail that I you'd mean, like to see can, as well you can have an interaction with Mon Mothma or yeah certainly you know, uh, the full rebellion Cassian General Dodana and stuff like that <laughs> I, you know, there's loads of ways you can go with this I mean. and I wonder if maybe that's where they're looking to to go, go down. down that route yeah. with the Cassian series yeah to tie on these people like how they know but then then you're only getting a brief look at Han Solo from there, but yeah, but at least I mean, let's face it, he's not going to be a main character. No, of course, series. of course. I think they want to downplay it and introduce new characters in the Star Wars universe to make it different because we're only yeah. we're used to seeing all these similar characters. Now I think a lot of people are getting a lot of uh, joy out of seeing these new characters and learning about new characters and seeing something that they don't know about and getting mm-hmm. involved with it, like likes of like there, like. Um, when this film came out, obviously Tobias, like a lot of people are a fan of Tobias. I'm quite a fan of Tobias. I think uh, Woody Harrelson played him amazingly, and I think he's a great character in the Star Wars yeah. universe. Especially then when you're seeing like Lando, hat tapping him, knowing that he's a he's a big deal. You know what I mean? And then saying that he killed uh, Ola Singh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who's maybe a massive bounty hunter back in Clone Wars era and stuff like yeah, that. So like that's and and that's the sort of thing where you don't need to see the death of Ola Singh. 
No, exactly, because it's, it's mentioned that. All you need to do is, is hear about it and you know what happened. <coughs> yeah. If, if, if that makes sense. You obviously don't know exactly what's happened yeah, because... Yeah. Oh, you know, she, she, she got pushed and fell. <laughs> and yeah, and but yeah. It's um, But this is what I'm saying, so like, even having wee bits further on and like, different like, uh, TV series or films, what they do, and they mention these things, it ties up the whole, it ties it back to different events and starts painting a picture in your head to actually imagine what happened and stuff and I think that's cracking and I think that's absolutely amazing that like how in depth this gets you to indulge in the universe as well yeah but I mean it's it's crazy in my opinion how this is the last Star Wars film that we've seen yeah it uh, seems so long ago uh, in my opinion I know especially like now looking back on it and like us watching it just there again um it's still feeling like it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, next film, next film to come out is episode nine. Yep. So, and it's not as far away as... We think. Well, well, not as far away as when that came out now, so... Uh, was it? That came out May. Yeah, May last UK, year. so... So that's three months from now, which was... Which would be nine months ago. Nine months ago. And how long is it until December? Uh, oh, no, February. wait, no, nah, until like, ten, ten, ten months. months, so okay. Right, what, fair what, enough. what about halfway? Halfway. Yeah, it still feels like a milestone ago. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're about halfway between Solo and yeah. episode I nine. I think the reason why it's been so long is because it has been, if, you, oh, if you're counting it then, nine months since we've had anything new of Star Wars all we've had is leaked information and here and there snippets yeah. and, then and that's that's why Celebration's going to be so good this year yeah definitely um, and I think it's something everybody can look forward to even if you're not there or you are there just looking forward to actually the streams that the Star Wars show will probably put on and I think we'll get a lot from it and I think this will be a big influx of feelings now back towards the franchise because we don't know what's going to be much after this except from hearing that the Mandalorian is happening and the Captain well, Cassian Andor standalone the Mandalorian so. will come out just before it just before episode 9 yeah alright but I'm talking about like we know and we know right now what's happening but we don't know what's going to be happening forward in this yeah, yeah, we know yeah. things that happen within films, this year yeah, yeah this year and like it kind of ends in 2020 you know like 2020 is very we know things that are happening mm-hmm. but there could be so much more we don't know anything that's happening in the future and, that, and I think that will be a big thing with the, with Celebration this year is giving us the excitement again because yeah. it has well, been so long me personally I've I, I think I've been too spoiled probably as a Star Wars fan and that I, I feel as though this wait's been so long yeah but then you just because you, you don't even think about you know f- uh five years ago four years ago when all oh, this was when we had waited like ten years yeah um or well so and some people would argue thirty years <laughs> yeah for this end part of the the trilogy yeah, yeah. um just for a Star Wars film really yeah um, and then we've been spoiled enough where it's you know, a year and a half is too long. Yeah, we're going on, oh my goodness, a year and a half, but yeah. <laughs> but then I think they might even take a year out next year, which would be probably another year and a half, two years, something like that, yeah. before we see another Star Wars film. 
Yeah, I mean, probably. obviously, we'll be kept going along with all the yeah, TV like the TV series. series and stuff like that. But um, that's what I'm saying. It's like the beauty of like us being hung, strung on here now is like it is creating a lot of uh, tenseness and suspension. Anticipation. Yeah, anticipation of what's going to come next, and I think this is what we can look forward to. And celebration is the fact that we're going to be given like a timeline of what's going to happen. Yeah. But even if they don't come out with titles or what it's going to be about, they could just say. Star Wars standalone film in twenty twenty one or whatever, and yeah, I hope they give some sort of you know information on what what is coming next. Yeah, but yeah, I think uh, no, it's been good uh, just to do a, a commentary. I think today. No, and, it's uh, it's good. It's just I, I, I've I said, enjoyed like, doing this. Yeah, definitely. As I said, like I love this film. I'm sure you do too. Yeah. I'm sure you guys at home like obviously voting for it like. Um, like you enjoy the film as well and it's just it's something different and I think it's a good way to start off as well something unusual rather than uh, the how would you put it the usual suspected films that you probably watch and get run commentaries on I think it's a different one I think it's well it's the newest one isn't yeah, it yeah exactly um, but yeah if, if you've enjoyed you know listening to this commentary and maybe you want us to do another one I think we'd be happy to do another one yeah definitely if if you want us to do that Um, but let us know your thoughts on on this episode and you know if you'd want us to do another commentary and we'll you know we'll consider um, definitely doing it again yeah and if you've just joined us as well uh, on this podcast and you've enjoyed this kind of thing um, we do go over quite a lot of different aspects of the ed like talking points whether it just be about a certain subject a certain picture or even just going over a review of a film and I hope you can enjoy it further by just uh, getting involved yep um, and we'll be recording another episode very soon um, and it'll probably be going back to our typical format um, or our new format but not a running commentary of a film <laughs> Um so you can look forward to that and where where can they find us John? Uh, well you can find us on uh, for, well firstly I'm on going YouTube. to say on YouTube um, uh, with our new uh, name did you hear uh, did you hear that uh, Star Wars podcast? Um, if you just look for us on YouTube it should pop up um, and you'll find it um, just keep searching and we will be there um, but as soon as you find us uh, just give us a, a wee like and subscribe and hit the notification bell just to give you wee updates on every uh, every uh, sorry, um, if you just give us a wee notification bell, um, it just gives you keeps you updated on what we've uh, got coming, um, when we upload every time, and also just leave a wee comment just on anything, any talking points, anything you enjoyed about our podcast, or even anything that you think we could do better. Um, we're always open to uh, new ideas. Yep. Um, but also you can find us in different other formats of social media. Just YouTube's the part I deal with, and Jordan's got the <laughs> other ones. Uh, so you can also find us on Twitter. Um, and our name on Twitter has obviously changed from what it was previously. It's now Hear That Podcast or at Hear That Podcast. That's at Hear That Podcast. Um, or you can email us at Did You Hear That Star Wars? No, sorry, Did You Hear That Podcast at gmail.com. That's Did You Hear That Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us on any of the podcast platforms, uh, anywhere you can get your podcasts, we are on there. Yep. And, yeah, until next time. See you around, kid.
absolutely beautiful. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you.